Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome to the unnamed episode 12 of Auto Know Better. How are we all doing? I'm here joined with Bob. We've got Ash, Ash, Ash with us, Gilly, and Adam, Mad Adam. How are we all doing? <laughs> all right. Fine up until five seconds ago. <laughs> Gilly, how's things? Yeah, not so bad. Busy day at work, you know how it is. Busy day editing. Yeah. Get it done, don't you? Got a beer now. But Ash, how's things? All right. Can't, can't complain. No, good. Yeah. Good, good. Oh, um, so <laughs> we <laughs> we usually start the uh, the episode with a predictions, but unfortunately, our the, the only person who works in IT in on the podcast has managed <laughs> to do something wrong or lose. Go on, just I fucked it. Right. Basically, he's just fucked. You know, <laughs> we can't, we he can't find him on it on one of his five, one of his five laptops. So, uh, so we're going to jump straight to a short discussion. Um, it's already been covered in, in quite some depth over the last week or two um, on Brady and Coke, the after-game reaction pod that we do. Um, but yeah, we'll start with Leicester. Uh, so that was obviously over a week ago now, uh, but we haven't done a main pod since. So, uh, absolutely spanked Leicester. How do you think? Uh, other than, other than a fabulous performance, what else have you got to say about that game, Adam? It's just it's the the other side of Leeds United, isn't it? This season, you know, you get the you get the, everybody saying, you know, we're too attacking, we're too good, you know, we play and stick to our guns. That's what you get for sticking with your guns, you know. We, um, I like most of us, thought we were going to get fucking hammered. Um, and when we went one down, I, I, I genuinely thought the worst was coming. But it was just a brilliant, brilliant performance in the sense that, it, for me, that was the, the first time 
that I've seen is not deviate from the plan and actually grind out a result against a proper team. Uh, and for that, to anybody who says that Leeds needs to change the style, you don't know what you're talking about, do you? Simple as that. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah, no. brilliant performance. Brilliant yeah, individual. Yeah. That's a, that's Ash, like. can you yeah. remember much about the game? I know it's a bit, 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 a bit of a while ago, but... Uh, nice were the first, you, yeah, you were the first one to point out who the first goal scorer was when we were talking just before the show started. So, uh, so yeah, how do you think that performance sort of equates to how we've been performing previously? Well, to me, that was like our standout performance of the season so far. Like, I really, I loved it. I thought, I went into it confident, but I wasn't actually really confident. It was like a fake or like charade or whatever. Um, but then we absolutely aced it. Like when they scored first, like Adam, I were a bit like, oh, is this it now? But then no, we nailed it, aced it. Yeah. Pretty much a typical Leeds outlook, isn't it? We, we go into every game expecting, because we're Leeds, we expect to win yeah. every game. Um, but it was one of them. You, you've obviously got that doubt in the back of your mind. You just, you know, you never know, really know what to expect. But um, yeah, um, moving on then, We obviously we played, played Leicester, uh, and then we moved on to, to Everton, who we played earlier this week. Um, again, covered on, on Baradian Court last night. I went out today. Um, similar sort of performance, but not the same result, Matt. Why was that? Uh, I, I don't know about a similar performance. I think if you look at uh, the danger both sides carry, um, from a Leicester perspective, we, we, we kind of knew what to expect. And they've both got class coaches, you know, um, mm-hmm. there's, there's no getting away from that. But I think, I think Rogers's plan um, does still focus around Vardy being there. And, you know, he is a quality, perhaps the best striker at getting in behind a defence in the Premier League. Uh, he's yeah. certainly up there. Um, so, you know, that the, having to change his, you know, Perez is not the same player. Um, he's just not on the same level. He's, he's, he's not a mug, but he's, he's not Vardy. Uh, so that really hurts them. Whereas Everton know how to play with DCL. Um, he's, not, he's not quick. Cooper paced him completely. So, you know, he's not, he's not all out pace like Vardy is. He's not that sort of player. Uh, but he's big. He's a bit of a brute. He's a bit, he tries to bully people. Um, I think, to be honest, that we stood up to that quite well. But... Um, one thing that we didn't stand up to quite well was Everton going toe-to-toe, man-to-man. And that's the first time I've seen a, a team, you know, if you look at Liverpool early in the season, um, you, you, you could say that they were in a position where they, they kind of uh, took, brought the game to us more than anybody else did um, in the following games. But they didn't go man-on-man with us like, like, like last night. And, and you know, it, it, that's the bit that really hurt me, it is yeah. we're used to man-on-man uh, running up against the team and steamrolling them, and we didn't. Yeah, no, I think you're quite right. I think, I think what you said about Vardy there is absolutely perfect. Like he's probably, I mean, I'm probably going to get shot down for this, but probably got the best movement for a striker in the whole of football. Uh, when you watch him, his movement is apt for, as, as a striker. I don't, I don't think there's anybody, certainly in the Premier League, that probably rivals him. Um, but what you say about Calvert Lewin, he's more of your old typical sort of target man um, that'll stand it up he'll hold the ball up you know he will get in behind but he, as you say he won't use his pace he'll use his, his strength and his, and, his, and his tactical knowledge to, to sort of uh, sort of do the best he can with that ball and he, which obviously turned out to be quite good against us um, yeah. what are your thoughts Adam then Everton why, why didn't why didn't we grind the, I mean we're, we're the better team against Everton no denying um, but why didn't we get that result sloppiness 
Simple as that. There were two we get the two goals we gave away were just sloppy, typical Leeds United goals of this season. Um, second half, one of the best halves of football I've seen. If I was a neutral fan, you know, or if an alien came down and said like, "What's Leeds United about?" I'd say, "Fucking watch that forty-five minutes." Adam just got just madder. Yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> gone, gone, Ed's gone. If an alien <laughs> came down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I just think I just thought first half we just didn't we made silly mistakes and it was just yeah and, and second half it was just a different team wasn't it you know you, you, and if if I was an Everton fan if I, if I was Ancelotti I'd be going fucking bonkers because the first thing you say if you two two nil up at half time you say do not concede early um that's it. if you if you're Bielsa and you lead you go right we're going to score it first two minutes and that's the difference in mentality in in teams yeah. yeah. And I think Ancelotti being a very defensive coach said, like, let's shut up shop. And they all said, fuck it, let's go for it. Go and, for it, yeah. We've got the players to do that and hurt teams, but we can't, as I, and I've said on numerous pods, we can't give teams two goals. We can't be chasing the game all the time. So uh, that's, that's think, why we didn't get it. Yeah, one thing I'd just like to add to that. Yeah, exactly that, what I was going to say. Their keeper deserves a lot of the plaudits, to be fair. Yeah. The saves he made in that second half... Um, Unbelievable, unbelievable. Like, I mean, I think, I think I'd, I'd pick for actually being in England's number one, <laughs> <laughs> <England's> number one <laughs> being in there. We'd, we'd have probably won that game by two or three goals. Um, I don't know if you heard the um, the, the after match pod yet, but um, the Everton fan Elliot that came on the the, the, the the pod said exactly the same thing, said we'd have won that if they'd have had Pickford in there. <laughs> yeah, well, even even when always he... number three or something stupid and. and... That, that's how bad Swedish, isn't he? Swedish. No, he's played. He's played over forty games for him. You know, he's, he he has he has yeah. turned out for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's from Roma, isn't he? So you know, he's not a mug, but uh, you know, Pick, Pickford, Pickford plays for England. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Well, but, um, yeah. Like I said about that, the better. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anything else to add to to those two games, Ash? Before we before we move on swiftly. I mean, I missed quite a bit of the first half because I was stuck in a car with a scum fan who was rubbing it in lovely. Um, yeah, big ooh, uh, especially after they won. Um, and then second half, I just I was scratching my head, like, because obviously I didn't see much of the first half. And then we played, like, amazingly in the second half. And I was sat there thinking, what the fuck? Yeah. But, Hang on a minute, the scum won. Nobody mentioned that. Yeah, it won. <laughs> Let's keep we it that way. <laughs> we don't talk about them. This is a Legion no, Island podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I think I think if you if if like yourself, Ash, if you only got to see the second half of that game, you would be sort of screwing your face up and saying, "How the fuck is this two one to Everton?" Um, yeah, really but yeah, the f- the first half was was a lot looser, was, was sort of a little bit a little bit more open, a little bit sort of lapsy. I just I just think the two mistakes that we made cost us goals, uh, mm. whereas the mistakes they made, we didn't capitalize on. It felt very <laughs> much like a championship game last season where we were all mm. over every team. Um, but just couldn't quite sort of get over the get over the line and get the win. Right, yeah. Um, it, so, oh, sorry. Go sorry, on, Adam, sorry. Sorry, mate, I'm just going to go, not on a mad Adam run, but I'm just going to say this zonal marking thing is fucking terrible and we just need <laughs> to get it ironed out. I don't know who our defensive coach is uh, at, this, at this point, um, but it, it doesn't, it's just not working, is it? Come on, let's... let's yeah. Every time we get... That's every fair. Time, every time we I get... Fair, I, that's fair. However, what I would say is, given 
that Pr- Cooper and Stroik are probably going to be our second, third and fourth choice centre-backs next season. They're doing a damn good job for filling in for, 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 for Cock and, and, and Lorente. Yeah. You know, at Premier, Premier League standard, you've got a... How old Stroik? Is he 21, 22? Um, and 21. Then, then you've got Cooper, who's like... Honestly, he gets overtaken by slugs when he walks into the shop. He, um, but not but yeah, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> but not Calvert-Lewin, yeah. But yeah, no, I, th- I think the standard in. I don't... Against us now. Yeah, I think some teams it works. The zonal... I mean, we... That worked against Everton. We just didn't... We just made two mistakes. And it was simple as that. Um, but against other teams like Scum, it just didn't work at all. Um, so yeah, anyway, moving on. Um, next section of the show is usually done by Smarty who unfortunately uh, was on Brady and Coke last night so he's not been able to join us tonight he's, uh, he can't do two nights on the beer in a row apparently um, so uh, so I'm going to look after that part and we had we had four different pussy. outcomes yeah what an absolute badge um, the, we had four choices four choices of outcomes uh, and believe it or not we had two finish with 30% now one of them was shite pundits and the other one was Dallas's best position. Now I'm going to fuck the shite pundits off because I'm hosting tonight, and the shite pundits, everybody knows that they're all shite anyway. So, um, so yeah, we're going to just go and have a chat about Dallas's best position. Uh, I'd like to start with with you, Ash. What do you think Dallas's best position is? Why? Uh, and what evidence have you got to support that? Not that you're in you court, know what? But... <laughs> you need to support. That. <laughs> Citation like... needed. Yeah, literally, like fucking hell, we're pulling out like a big essay. Honestly, when he signed for us in, like, didn't he sign as, um, what do I want to say, left mid? I don't know. When left he signed, or right mid, left yeah. or right mid, either way. He was a winger. He signed from Brentford as a left winger. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, when he signed for us, and then, like, he's played in so many positions, and he's just so versatile, like, I genuinely don't, I can't sit and think about what position that I prefer him in, because he's just, he's fantastic in them all, and, like, when Beckford did like um, his interview or when he spoke about him, he said that he's like the glue that holds us together and he is. And I think that's why Bielsa rates him so highly. Like, because he's just, he plays for the team. He doesn't, he doesn't play for himself. Like he don't care where he is or what he's doing. He just, he wants to play and he wants to try his best and support the lads in any way he can. And like, I, I don't... You can just tell, you yeah. just tell he loves football and loves Leeds United, can't you? Yeah, you know, like literally bleeds for us, yeah. He's fantastic. Like I don't, I don't know what Gilly thinks, but like literally for me, I, I can't, I can't sit and think of a, a specific position which I'd prefer him in. I just want him in the team, regardless if you of had, what position it is. If we signed a lot of players in the summer, that was to make yeah. us, um, make us, I don't know, European places challengers. Um, and you still had to find a place for Stuart Dallas. Where would you oh, put him? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know because he is fantastic you cannot miss him miss him out I, I mean I totally agree Joe Gilly go on you just take the stage let me have a thing come on <laughs> yeah, you we'll come back to you we'll have come back thing. to you Ash so I think there's two different questions isn't there? there's, there's what's his best position and mm-hmm. you asked what, what's your preference and there's yeah. two different things so in terms of his best position I'm not sure that we know uh, and the reason I say that is um, we play with such a fluid uh, approach to the entire game that he doesn't stay in one position anyways everywhere um one thing that i think he where where he gets his most freedom is is as a wing back and actually that's when i've seen him really excel he's a he's a very yeah. good and versatile player all the time but he really excels as a wing back because when there's that extra center half behind him 
And obviously, Calv drops in quite often. But if we've played with three centre-backs and Calv, it just gives him freedom to go wherever he's needed. But I, I like him at left-back because he's a very intelligent footballer. And the reason I like him at left-back is you can see that because Alioski is just that bit mad, that Harrison doesn't quite play as well as he does when Dallas is behind him. And I think that that... It, I can't say it hurts us because Alioski has played quite well. He surprised me. But um, I, I, I do think that... Um, yeah, I, I, when we're talking about preference of where he plays, um, I like uh, Dallas to play behind Harrison because I think that brings out the best in Harrison because <laughs> Dallas knows where to be. He knows the run to make. He knows when to yeah. come inside. He knows when to overlap. Whereas Alioski is just a bit... He's a Tasmanian devil, isn't he? You're not entirely sure what he's going to do next. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the thing that I would say is he's a very capable player, and I think that that, that um, we're lucky to have him. Um, if we, if you look back, the, you know, there's a, a, a I did a bit of a write up on Andy Hughes recently, um, uh, and uh, as well as that, I was looking into Plug other it. players. Where that... can you where can you find that? <laughs> I'll, where? I'll, I'll, I'll put I'll put, the link, I'll put the links <laughs> <Drop> in. <laughs> I'll put the links in. Leads by example, you'll find it under, but. Um, uh, it's a WordPress site that Auto Know Better's got set up as a sister site, um, and we'll we'll share the links. But in there, I've I've, I've only done Hughes and Cooper so far, um, but there'll be others coming on there as well. And some of the other guys are going to be joining with writing some of the pieces, um, and we're hoping that 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 that'll be uh, quite entertaining for people. But as part of that, I was looking at Andy Hughes, who was called a journeyman and, and, and was called a utility player, and I think quite often that's seen as being a bit of a detrimental thing. It's it, it almost like a um, master of none type thing, you know, yeah, like jack of all trade. trades. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and um, I, I, I wouldn't ever want to see Dallas pegged as that because I think that's unfair. Um, and another player, you know, a classic player, Paul Madeley, was in a situation where he played everywhere other than in net. Dallas could do that. Yeah, I'd be confident of him being that. If he had to, Dallas could do that. So you know, I think we're in that situation where where's his best position? I think it's wing back. We don't play with him. Where do I like to see him? I like to see him at left back because I think that strengthens up that side and uh, it also allows Harrison to really uh, start from a platform and, and excel from there. Yeah, now that, I think if I had to pick a position for him anywhere on the field, I think at the moment with the current squad would be central midfield. He adds that balance. He's, he's a box-to-box type player. He will literally sit in the, between the centre-halves, but he'll also stand next to Paddy and, and play up front. You know what I mean? He's got that energy and that fitness. Uh, that he can do that, um, but yeah, I think his best position for us has certainly been on the out on the left hand side with 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 Harrison, um, Adam. Then, so we, where would you if 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 we were playing in the European Cup, uh, UEFA Cup, whatever it's called nowadays, the next year, and you mm-hmm. had to find a position for him, where would you pretty straightforward answer? Where would you play him? Left back. Okay, Just left yeah, back. interesting. The Europa League. Whatever it is, it's all a lot of bother. The milk. Yeah, Europa League. But yeah, I mean, I, I would have said Champions League, but that's going to be two years, isn't it? So uh, yeah. we've got to, we've got to sort of, can't run before. We've got to be realistic, can't we? Yeah. yeah, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> um, yeah, Ash, uh, anything else to add to your, to your points on Dallas? Now you've had time to have a little bit of a think. Quite I happy agree, with that. left back. It's like, yeah. that, I think that's his most played position from what I was doing some, we're doing a little digging earlier. Um, I think it's his highest rated position as well. He's, yeah, left back, solid. Yeah. 
Yeah. Solid we'll all go with that. We'll agree. We'll agree then. That's the first time four of us on one podcast have all agreed on the same thing. I think. On Can we agree on his player of the season. <laughs> on anything. Player of the season. Ooh. Would you say his player of the season so far? That's my, my player of the season. Ooh. I can't right, wait let's for Gilly. Let's, no, let's, let's do that on another show. But <laughs> just, just now, just now, tell me who your player of the season is. No explanation. Who's your best player this season so far? Go, Ash. Stuart Dallas. Gilly, no thinking. Go. You said no thinking. Quick. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Paddy Rafinha. No, no one. Uh, <laughs> me. One. I'm going Bamford. Mad Adam. Ailing. Ailing. I'd agree with Ailing. Yeah. And I'm happy with any of them three winning it. Yeah, yeah. no. I've got <laughs> yeah. no objections. Yeah, no, it's really a lot better what we used to have in it. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're three good shouts as well, to be fair. Um, and can yeah, I just point really out, none, none of them are what? new signings. I know. <laughs> but we've not seen a lot of the new signings, have we? we again, that's something we can probably pick up on, a, on another pod on maybe the polls next week or something. But, but um, yeah, we seem to have been plagued with injuries with all the new, the new lads. But we do. Bear in mind. The point, if you point don't I'm making is that's what Bielsa's done to those players. Is we, we, yeah, yeah. We're choosing players of the season so far. We're choosing championship-level players. Absolutely. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Anyway, right. Moving on to our competition winner. Uh, they mentioned it on, on Berardi and Coke last night, and it's, you, you'll have probably seen it all on the, on the socials flying around. Um, one, of the, one of the Auto Know Better team has very kindly donated a, uh, uh, a smartwatch from China or somewhere probably like that. <laughs> and we picked at random a winner. And if you're listening to this... Sure. Yeah, in fact, leave a gap. Leave a gap because Gilly can put something in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the winner is. Joe Cocker at the Vivid Frenzy. Well done, Joe. If you are listening, please do get in contact with uh, the Auto Know at Auto Know Better Twitter. Uh, we can arrange delivery and stuff for you. Not sure whereabouts you are in the country. Uh, hopefully not too far. Uh, and Adam can walk it around and drop it off. Uh, On South Coast. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to say. I think she's in Southampton or somewhere. Uh, can, can, actually, can she didn't win it. Before. She didn't win it. Adam, <laughs> Adam pick somebody closer. <laughs> pick at a postage. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Well done, Joe. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to the pod and supporting the pod. Uh, very worthy winner. And yeah, that 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 smartwatch is on its way to you at some point. It might be a while because Adam's sitting off walking after the show. Moving on to the next part of this week's show, where we preview the next game coming up, and that's Palace at home. Um, Adam, how do you see that going? We've we obviously got spanked at home. Uh, sorry, at their place, 4-1 earlier on the season. Uh, yeah. There is news that Willie Zaha may well still be out for that uh, for the, their visit to Ellen Road. Um, yeah, how, how do you see it going? Um, I think we need, as I've said earlier on in the pods, when Calvin does a job on a attacking midfielder like De Bruyne when we played City, uh, Rodriguez when we beat Everton at, at Goodison. Uh, we need to keep Eze quiet. Simple as that. Uh, we keep him quiet. Uh, Zaha's not in there. They don't have that much firepower up front. Um, we should be able to get a good result against them, in my opinion. The only thing that concerns me with Palace is that they have got some big group centre-backs and we're shit from corners. 
and, yeah. and set pieces. Uh, that's the only thing. I think if we play our game, keep our day quiet, um, I can't see anything but three points for Leeds. Yeah, no, fair point, fair point. Who's 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 playing in that position for him? Because they've got, is it Schlupp who, who, who covers for him? Well, he's out. Is, that, yeah. is he out injured as well? Yeah, yeah, they have got a lot of injuries. Um, I think. Yeah, I think we've we've got to be we've got to, anything less than three points is is going to be a, a, a real. Uh, it's going to be a, you know. They've been really point. inconsistent at Palace this season, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Like West Ham, did they go one nil up and then end up losing like three one or something? Yeah, they've been they've been absolutely really really inconsistent, but they're still sort of flirting around with mid table, aren't they? Uh, similar, similar. What position are they in? Are they twelve? They're on the same they're points ju- as us. Thirteen. Yeah, they are. They're really close. But they say yeah. we're, we're both on twenty-nine. But they're behind us on goal difference, are they? Yeah. Or are we 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 behind them on goal difference? No, no, no. They're behind us. Yeah, yeah. The thought so. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, it's going to be Royal Sun's teams always set up relatively similar. Always going to be tough, tough, good counter counter attacking sides with plenty of pace. Um, how do you see it going then, Matt? What what do you think we've got that's going to be different to the, to the game uh, where where they absolutely give us a scene to early on in the season? Well, I mean, if Zaha's not in, that's a massive miss for them. Um, I, I think it's still in in question as to whether he's missing or not. It's hamstring and, and he limped out. What was it the Newcastle game? I missed. Um, but um, yeah, so if he's not in, then it'll be a, a different proposition for them. Uh, they've still got some decent players, but I think that what we can do, um, and it comes back to the conversation we had around Dallas, is McCarthy and McArthur are both out for them. Um, and they play at centre at Park, obviously. And um, I think because they're out, if Zaha's out as well, they, you know, what, what, normally they would play through the centre and they would then go out to the wingers. And if they've only got the one dynamite, I mean, Zaha and uh, Eze are both very, very good players at this level. Um, if they've only got one of them and they don't have the, the, the standard mainstays in central midfield, it's almost a, a situation of, do we try and play through the middle rather than playing to the wings like we, like we usually do? If you looked at the stats of the attacking thirds from Leeds the other night, uh, or, or last night, then I think um, at one point it was 39 down the right, 38 on the other side. Um, and you know you could see that's really where we were trying to do damage is down the wings. Um, so, you know... What, what will they try and do is it's, it's kind of difficult to, to really understand unless you know whether, whether uh, Zaha's out or not. But um, with, with their injury list, I know that we've got injuries as well, uh, but, you know, we're kind of coping. I mean, I know we, we got beat by them, but we're kind of coping with our injuries. Um, with theirs, it's, it's not looking so great. So I'd, I'd hope that we can impress ourselves on the game. Uh, they played a low block formation before and hit us on the counter. And I think um, that we need to be kind of be wise to that. And I think we were against Leicester. If you looked at what happened against Leicester earlier in the season and Leicester and Palace games came close together before as well. Um, I think that what we really need to do is absorb a lot um, and have the ball, but potentially not try and be quite so dynamic with it and try and draw them out. Because if you attack a Hodgson side that's got a low block set up, he knows what he's doing. As Adam says, they've got some big bruiser defenders. Bamford's going to be uh, in there on his own a lot of the time if we try and get there quickly. Um, so it's, it's almost about trying to pull them out and, and, and set it up so that we can hit them on the break. You know, we've got some fast yeah. wingers. We know we have. We've got some fast forwards. So um, it, it's, but it's about not 
not just passing sideways in that on the edge of that final third, losing the ball and then getting hit on the break, and that's what will kill yeah. us if that happens. Yeah, it's almost like yeah to re- sort of echo what you said. We almost need to get them to pl- they're, they're coming to our our house, uh, and we need to pl- need them to play to our script. Really, if we start yeah. sort of playing to, to 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 their style, we'll we'll potentially be on the end of another hammering. Um, Roy Hodgson's not daft. He's he's been around the block one or two, once or twice. Um, he's he's tactically pretty sound as a manager, and he, and he, and he and he's not afraid to change things up um, to to bet to, to best fit him in his side. So so yeah, I think you're quite right. Um, we need to sort of set the script early on. Whether whether I see us playing a bit more narrow, I just don't see any of Bielsa's teams ever playing any narrower than we do. We hug the touchliners and uh, and cut in as inverted wingers, um, and and I can't see anything different uh, than that really. Um, Ash, out to say on on the Palace game, how do you see it going? Keeping my mouth shut. I'm on a Palace podcast, and I used to speak to a Palace fan, so anything I say will come back and bite me in the arse. <laughs> so my mouth is staying shut for now. But I'm quite. Wait a minute. Confident. Let me just let me we'll just get see. that right. You'll you'll go on a Palace podcast and talk about what <laughs> your feelings are, but you won't say it on ours. Well, I'm quietly confident, but whatever I say will come back and bite me in the arse, won't it? I'm like the bad luck charm, bad omen. So, yeah, I can't believe I'm quietly confident though. I'm re- I am quietly confident. Like Gilly said, they have got a lot of injuries, but I don't know. I think I, 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 I just think I think the way that Hodgson sets his teams up are to he's got a certain style that like Bielsa has got a certain style, and I just think yeah. At, at Palace, we were a bit we were still young in the season, and we were a bit naive, um, and we. And we see now by what we did against Leicester by not changing, the, the players are more experienced at the Premier League level. They know when to go and when to not attack. And do you know what I mean? They just seem a little bit more intelligent now. And I think if Palace sit back and play the Hodgson style, we'll we'll find a way to break them down. The only thing yeah. that I'm worried about is that if we have a couple, like we pick up a couple of niggles during, you know, in the lead up to the game, um, squad depth, we're a bit piss poor, in my opinion. And if it's nil-nil after 80 minutes, we haven't got any game changers to come on. That's that's my biggest thing. But if we just stick to stick to what we've done and we've shown it against Leicester and we showed it to a certain degree against Everton, like if we stick to our style, we we can out you know we can outplay most of the other than the, the elite top four teams. We can outplay everybody. Um, it's just whether whether we're intelligent enough as players and individuals at times. So I think I've seen, in my opinion, a few players who have just <clears throat> Pablo basically last night when he came on, try to do the Hollywood pass all the time. And it just we deviate from the plan a little bit when we're chasing a game. Um, but if we can just do our thing, Palace will sit back. I think we'll I think we'll steamroll them. Yeah, I really do. I'm yeah. really really confident that this is going to be a steamroller for us. I feel like it'll be a good um, indicator on how far we've come. I mean, I know they've got their injuries and whatnot, but. It'll be good from see where we've come from to where we are now. Um, yeah. Especially with the result, how it went last time. I feel like it'll be a good, just a good look at how far we've come. Yeah, no, I think that's... Yeah, I think, I think, I think what you say, <laughs> as long as what, sorry, Bamford. James' his armpit so he's not offside next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I'm confident. I think I think they've got some real key injuries. We've got obviously a lot of injury, a lot of injuries, but they're, they're they're relatively new players that uh, that we're missing. 
Um, so the players that are filling in for these players have played for Marcelo for two, three years now. And yeah. the people that are coming in, they know the system, <laughs> they know their jobs. They play, you know, they side before self every time. Um, and they almost, they're almost, I don't want to use the term ro- robots, but that's what pretty much Bielsa expects in it. He expects somebody to come in in a certain position and do a certain job. And I think that we, touching on what Gilly said, we have coped with injuries simply because of that, because we've got another 10, 15 younger players that, that know the system, know style, know the style, know, know exactly what to do and when to do it when, um, when, we, when we are in a crisis, which I'd probably say we are in a bit of an injury crisis given uh, all but one of our summer signings are injured. Um, but yeah, I think I think they've got far more key in, key injuries. I think that 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 will show as well. Um, just, to, just to I was expand just on that look... point. So just to expand on your no, point of, of of key injuries, if Zaha doesn't play, so he's got three times as many goals as any other player in their squad, and he's yeah. not even in double figures. He's got nine. So that's you know nothing. that that's massive for them. If he's not in their side, that's massive for them. Yeah, I mean, just looking at their their recent play. results, they are in a good. They're in a bit of form. They beat they beat Newcastle and Wolves last two games, um, and then um, they haven't. Had but a they're win both then. shit. Yeah, they yeah are I was going to say, like, shit. come on, <laughs> they are shit. But well, it's not United United as well. Too, yeah, uh, but I mean, it, f- form and confidence counts for a lot in this league, doesn't it? You know, it uh, so coming off the back of two wins, uh, I would much rather come off the back of two wins versus. Uh, versus Wolves and Newcastle than a loss to Everton in 20 games, you know, because uh, Everton weren't all that great, let's be honest. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's fingers crossed, we can uh, pull a result out there and uh, send Roy Hodgson back playing with his giblets. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm come glad on. you cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, so we move on to the part of the show every week that we that Gilly does actually. So I'll pass over to Gilly, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll see if I can remember where I've kept everything this time. So um, I'll just go around the camera, uh, top to bottom on my screen. So Mez, you are first. Actually, Gilly doesn't do this bit. It's the hot topic, so it's me. <laughs> I thought you were saying predictions. <laughs> I thought you meant anyway. So we're going to do the hot topic before we do the predictions. Actually, Gilly, let's let's do let's do let's keep to some sort of routine. We're not animals, um, so uh, so yeah. Uh, we'll start with uh, that time of the week. We'll go with hot topic: Hodgson or Hawk, and why? We'll start with you, Ash. Oh, I don't like Roy Hodgson. I can't. I just can't get past the fact that he looks like an owl. I just can't get past it. So for me, I just can't. It's gonna have to be yeah, literally, nah. He's a great guy and he's got some good gifts and memes behind him. But no, Hawk. Yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, go on, Adam. Hawk or Hodgson the owl? I think Roy Hodgson isn't he not one of the um, the most decorated English English born managers of all time. Um, and he also um, spanked so much money at Liverpool on just absolute shite. Um, so, <laughs> so, you know, if you can buy Jukanovic and fucking uh, Joe Cole for about £90,000 a week and, and all that. So, yeah, he tried to ruin Liverpool. So, yeah, fucking Hodgson for me. 
Yeah, shout. great shout. <laughs> Can't argue with that. So we've got we've got uh, Ash picking uh, the hawk because Hodgson looks like an owl, and we've got Adam <laughs> picking Hodgson because he blew loads of Liverpool's money. Sensible. Let's hope it gets a little bit better, Matt. <laughs> um, it's not going to get much better. I've got to be honest. Just <laughs> um, no, I think I think we're in we're in a position where we've we've got uh, a, a decrepit man that has wow. instilled his ideas and um, has no idea about how to change anything. He's got his set ways, um, and you know, it, it, as Smarty would say, he doesn't probably have his bronze swimming certificate and he's not going to have his Neither cycling proficiency. Neither do I, fucking hell. Let's not, let's <laughs> not start with that. Yeah, but I won't pick you, you either. <laughs> I won't pick you over the hawk. I mean, come on. He's taking least at Champions League. I'm going hawk. You're going the hawk. All right. Well, it's going to be stalemate this week, I'm afraid, because I'm going to go for the <laughs> 73-year-old Roy Hodgson. Uh, and the reason for that is... The reason for that is... He's been around a long time. He's old school. He's a, he's a proper, proper English manager. Not saying the Hawk hasn't, but Hawk's done fuck all in the sport. <laughs> um, and, and, and Roy Hodgson has, the you know, as much... male football at a college. Well, what are you talking about? Yeah, come on. You don't know yeah, shit. He's, he's just... He's just uh, and it reminds me of my granddad as well. So I couldn't really pick against him. It'd be like... It's a bit deep. <laughs> Picking, yeah, it'd be like picking your favourite brother or sister, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Um, only have one. So yeah, so yeah, and his and his and his his wife. I like his wife Sheila as well. Who's who's, who's a lovely lady. Uh, Do you go down so to the with, pub with them all or something like? No, I just looked it up on Wikipedia. It's probably not even a name. Do you know that he speaks five languages? Does he, he really? That yeah, he can barely speak English. Well, he's managed in about 16 countries. 16 teams yeah, in eight countries. So, yeah, we've got, we've got a, uh, a stalemate there. Um, we're going to have to agree to disagree. And uh, maybe Scabs. we'll put a poll out to see who... Uh, put it who, to the fans. This week. Put it to the fans, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Roy Hodgson, David Hockaday, it's a draw. <laughs> Right, Gilly. Now we'll go. I'm disappointed in you two. We'll no, go right, Hang on a minute. I'm disappointed in you two. It's not yeah. call. It's call, It's not the Hodgson topic, is it? It's the yeah, Hodgson. Exactly. Called... Fucking hell. Yeah, but he's fucking clueless. And I think I've picked against the Hawk every time I've been on the main podcast. Let the man right? have his Champions League dreams. Fuck off. He's not going to get Hawk, it at a fucking school. Hawk, is he? in charge I, of an, an all boys school. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Anyway, Gilly, we're move. This is your part of the show that Thanks, you fucked mate. up at the start. So we're gonna, we're gonna. Have you, have you managed to find the earlier predictions? Or have we fucked them off? I've not been looking. No, no, no. Ah, I, I, I will find them. So people will be credited the points if they're worth the points. Yes, I've seen you. Did we actually do predictions for every game? We did. Yeah. I don't think we did because I don't remember doing it. I texted them in. Do you know what, Adam? You said that you'd predict. You just said you got two. You lying bastard. You lying little prick. So don't you I'm come and ask that question to me. Just in case I'm coming away to lead to two. Fuck you, me. I'm not listen, listen. You know where I am. I'm um, honestly, I'm not. I'm not convinced that we did because it came so close to the other game. I think it was. I was going to say I'm not convinced that I put anything. I'm going to go with a a Leeds win, uh, and I'm going to go. We're going to return the favour. It's going to be four-one Leeds. Jay will do the same. 
Ash? 2-1 Leeds. Uh, I'm going to go clean sheet for Leeds. Uh, I'm going to go 2-0. Clean sheet? You do know who we've got playing in defence, don't you? I know. Are you, are, you, are you banking on Zaha being out then? Yeah, we're not allowed to slag <laughs> yeah, off players. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> You're not changing I, I like our players. players. I don't slag them off. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what, just just um, on Cooper, Smarty has done a complete about turn. I know. Thinks he's brilliant. <laughs> Honestly, listen to Match Pod. Honestly. You get, you get a Berardi and Coke. He's seen the light. <laughs> so, that said, I'm going to go 3 1 leads. And there we go. Hopefully, you'll be able to keep them somewhere safe this week. Uh, I've got a nice It's not safe. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that pretty much concludes episode 12. Um, just a little add on before we do end. There will be a Berardi and Coke on Monday uh, directly after the game. Before that, there'll be the match preview uh, with stats probably out on, on Sunday afternoon at some point. Um, Adam's actually looking after that for us this week. So Adam and Stats will be chatting at some point this weekend. Popping his cherry with Stats. With Andrew. Um, and Loving yeah, welcome back to Leeds, Adam. Cheers, mate. Yeah, thank you. It's nice to be back. Welcome back. If anybody's got any spare time or, or a sofa or anything I'll that they want Adam friend. to sleep on, um, <laughs> Adam's quite happy. He's, he's good at uh, sofa surfing and, uh, and stuff like that. So if you want to invite him round, <laughs> he'll bring the beers. Uh, you bring the fears. <laughs> <Don't show me>. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Thanks for joining. Night. See ya. Sweet dreams. Uh-huh. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Sweet dreams. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. We have three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.